2: Everybody, and um, welcome to the next episode of the tactics board. Um, if you're anything like me, you are ridiculously excited for, for tomorrow's game. Uh, so, what we want to do, we've called in uh, the usual gang, we're going to do a, a preview of the big game, uh, look in a little bit of detail at obviously how City will set up and, and how the Reds, more importantly, will set up. Um, and then, hopefully, we've got social media Gav on hand as well to answer any questions. That you have for the lads. Um, so, before we move on into the show and I introduce the lads, just a quick mention to our span- sponsor, Jan Janssen. Uh, Jan, as you know, if you've been listening to any of the previous shows, he offers subscriptions. Oh, so, as I we was saying, Jan will offer you um, a subscription service that will give you every channel. So, if you're into your football, your sport, uh, if you're into TV shows, he'll be able to offer you all of these at a very competitive price. So, if you want to check him out on Twitter, it's IPT for all. And if you use the reference code LFCDT, you'll get a discounted package. So, tonight's show, as you may have heard in the background, we've got an excited Danny Ventry, ex Sligo midfielder, watching Champions League as we speak. Uh, We've also got ex Forest left back Alan Rogers. We've got fellow day tripper uh, Steve Brown. And by the power of Skype, We'll be able to join the lads now. How are we all, gents?
3: Hello, mate. You okay.
2: Yeah, not 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 bad, not bad. Uh, Danny, what were you getting excited about there, mate? What what did we miss? Oh, uh, I've just gone two up there.
1: Jay. Ronaldo's just scored an overhead kick. Has he? Yeah. That's
2: ridiculous,
4: guy. Absolutely so, ridiculous. Technically <laughs> unbelievable.
2: Jesus. Um, so what I want to do tonight, obviously we're all a little bit nervous, excited for tomorrow's game. Um, how are we all feeling, lads? Before we dive into, into the line-ups and, and how we think the game will go, how's the, how's the nerves? Where are you going to be watching it, Steve?
4: Um, I don't know, yet. I haven't decided.
2: Um, and what about you, Al?
3: I'm going, mate. I'm going. I'm quite fortunate I'll be there. I've, uh, I'm taking my son. Ah, Brilliant. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And do you know what? It's, it's, um staffed. I'm, I'm actually nervous. I've never been nervous to watch Liverpool like you know because, but I'm nervous tomorrow. I really am.
2: It's the, ner- it's the nerves that keeps you on edge, mate. That's what we, that's what we want. That's what comes with the big games. Mm,
3: yeah, I'm looking forward to it. My son can't wait.
2: I'd say so. Who's more excited, you or him?
3: Him. <laughs> <laughs> just. just. <laughs>
2: So, so what I want to do, lads, I think it'd be a, a good place to start. I, I suppose after the news today, we had about a couple of injuries to the team. Um, you know, we were, we were chatting today in terms of how we think that we'll sort of uh, line up and, and we'll pull up a graphic in a minute of, of what we think the, the team will be. Uh, but one thing that I wanted to touch on before we sort of dive into that is um, how similar or how much of a benchmark do you think the first, uh, you know, the, the game at Anfield, um, we, you know, we'll, we'll have on this? Do you think that it'll be a similar type of affair? Um, uh, you know, or do you think the fact that it's a European tie over two legs will, will, will change how the, the teams will set up? And I'll, I'll come to you first, Al.
3: I, just, I think you're just going to have a wide open game because you've got two managers who, you know, football believes is to attack. You know, when if you can see the goal, we'll score two. I think that's the philosophy of both managers. Um, I do think that they might tweak and try and do something a little bit different. City, I'm not saying they're going to come back and park the bus because that's just not what he'll do. Hmm. But I do think they're trying, I do think they try and tweak because you know, we blew them away in about a period of 10 or 12 minutes at Anfield the last game. Hmm. Um, And I do think he will try, he'll do something slightly different. uh, Pep will Hmm. tonight, I think.
2: We'll, we'll, we'll come on to that in a, in a minute. We were all looking at it today, and, and we think there's a potential tweak that might happen, uh, but we'll come on to that in a, in a little bit, Danny. Um, how much of a bearing same sort of question, how much of a bearing do you think you know the the four three at Anfield uh, will have, and do you think that that's i suppose given um, given Pep some lessons that he, you know we should learn from coming into tomorrow 's game? yeah, I think he will have learned
1: a lot of lessons from that. I was at that game? I think if the game went on another five or ten minutes longer, City could have probably turned the game fully round and took three points on 1-5-4. It was that much of a mad game. So I think Jürgen Klopp probably learned a lot from that game also. Mm. I I was getting a bit worried towards the last five or ten minutes of that game and you could see it was coming. Mm. Because City have just got to believe that they play, they play, and they'll just create chances. Mm. It's just on the night. Who's better strikers are going to take the chances for me?
2: Yeah, and I, I think we touched on it on a, on a previous podcast. I think one thing that gives me the glimmer of hope coming into, into tomorrow's game, and and particularly in terms of the last wobbly 10 minutes that we had in, in, in the 4-3, is the emergence of Virgil, Virgil van Dijk as a leader at the back. Uh, you know, I, I think if we were under pressure... Uh, I think there seems a new resilience about this Liverpool team now. So I think, you know, I'd, I'd have a little bit more confidence going into this game that, you know, the times when we are under the cosh, we'll have the belief and the ability to be able to, to see it through. What are, what are your thoughts on that, Steve?
4: Um, I think Van Dijk is the key tomorrow night. Um, he, he didn't play the Anfield
2: match. Yeah.
4: Um, I think his leadership um, is trying to guide Lovren and Trent through the match they going to be absolutely vital tomorrow. Hmm.
2: Yeah, and, and I think for, for, for myself personally, you know, I've I seen a stat today. In that game alone, City had 64% of the possession at Anfield, which is clearly a deliberate tactic, I think, from Klopp is to let them have the ball, um, you know, win the ball back high up. Um, do you think that we'll, we'll afford them that much time on the ball again? Do you think it'll be something that Klopp will, uh, will, will look to replicate, Al?
3: I do, yeah, you know, I just, it's, its no matter what happens, if they'll play the same way, they won't change their velocity, City, they'll have the, the centre-backs to split really wide and deep and get the ball off the goalkeeper, they won't change the way they play and, you know, I, I do think we'll set up a similar way, a similar way to with them, you know, on the high press, but I've, I've just got a feeling he's got, he'll have something up his sleeve for Wednesday.
2: Mm. And and Danny, I'll I'll come to you. You know, when when you've played games, and and perhaps you've been, you know, under instruction from managers to sit off and and let the other, uh, you know, the other team have the ball. Is it very much a case of them having the ball in controlled areas? So you'll have, let's say, a a trigger point that once they enter a particular zone, that's when the the, the defensive team comes alive.
1: Yeah, you see, you see many teams playing that tactic. I've played it myself. I think one thing he'll do, what, for me personally, I, I hope John Stones plays tomorrow. I think you can highlight him and letting him have the ball because he takes chances in possession. Mm. So if he plays, I think Liverpool might deploy that tactic and you know let him try and step out with the ball because he takes risks. Mm. Once he comes into a certain area, like the mid-third, that's when he starts to close down and try and win the ball in areas where we can go and counter-attack from. So, mm. yeah, That's what I think could happen and I think that's what happened last time. And, he met, and it was a 4-3 game.
2: Well, well, what I'll do, lads, I think it's a good time. We'll move on um, to to the slide that we put together today, which looks at what we suspect, I suppose, are starting 11 uh, I'll start at eleven to be, and and what I'll do for the for those that can't see the screen and are listening on a podcast, I'll go through through the eleven, and then we'll talk around particular areas that that we wanted to address. So with the with the injuries that we've got today, obviously of Matip, Chan's looking doubtful. Um, it looks like the eleven will be obviously carrius in goal, a back four potentially of Arnold, Lovre, and Van Dijk, and Robertson. Henderson Shield in, in front of the back four with Chamberlain and and partnering him. And then the Fab 3 up front. Now, um, to come to you, lads, I think one thing uh, that I wanted to, to start with, I suppose, is, is the Matip injury. Um, and I, it'd be, I'd be interested to see if both players had been fit for this game. Uh, and I'll, I'll come to you first, Steve. Who would you have partnered alongside Van Dijk for, for this particular game?
4: I'd love. with Lovren um purely because I think he's more mobile than Maddox. Um and I think that he's more proactive in helping us pull back and dealing with the balls into the channel that City looks David Silva loves to play more so um if he's gonna drift <clears throat> sorry, if Silva's gonna drift wide and try and play between
2: that line. Mm.
4: You want the defender that's actually going to go and try and engage with him. Mm. rather than Masters who will stand off and give him the space to try and kick balls in behind hole
2: And what, would you share those sentiments, Danny? Who would you have? Uh, who have Who you give the nod if if both players would have been fit?
1: I'd have gone personally for Lovren. Mm. Um, for the simple reason that I don't think they're going to cause an a- aerial threat. As mm. Steve said, he's quite a bit more mobile than matter. You know, did you play Aguero up there as a lone striker? Kind of Marnie on the left of him, Steele on the right. So, the aerial set wouldn't be a problem.
2: For that reason, I'd, I'd play Lovren myself. OK. And Al, we, we spoke at length, I suppose, about um, you know, Lovren's inability sometimes to, to read a game potentially and go, do you know what, if this isn't my day, particularly against a big man, you know, maybe I'll, I'll let him have the ball in an area. This isn't, this isn't going to be that case tomorrow, you'd assume, whether it's a, 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 a Jesus or a, a, you know, um, an Aguero up front. They're going to pose a different type of threat. So I suppose, you know, you as a, as a defender yourself, if you have these, you know, these smaller players who are looking to play off the shoulder, they're looking to drop deep, receive the ball, turn, run, uh, you know, run the channels, um, what are the type of things that you've got to be most aware of as, as part of that back four? And is it very much a case of keeping a very tight unit and making sure there's no gaps? It is. It's- with with
3: these, as you say, these both are totally different Threats to, say, the likes of Lukaku. Uh, I just think if Lovren, I, I, I personally take Lovren over Mata, I think Mata's been a little bit disappointing the last two or three months, me personally. Mm. I think he's looking the shadow of the play, what well, he looked you know, early on in his Liverpool career. So I'd have gone with Lovren anyway. I just think the communication between Lovren and Van Dijk would be absolutely key tomorrow. Mm. You know, Because, as you say, if it's Aguero or Jesus, they're the, a the little nippy and they're empty play. They're playing between the defenders. They won't stand up against Van Dijk or Lovren. Hmm. They'd just be looking to play off them in the rounds. So the communication is key between them tomorrow. Um, hmm. Yeah, do you think Lovren's suited to this type of uh, player than you know the likes of Lukaku?
2: Yeah, and and I think with Lovren, you know, I think he he's very much a, a confidence player, and and I think for him, you know, he he seems to back himself. Uh, in every in every situation, and and I, and I think there is you know green shoots of a partnership with uh, with him and, and Van Dijk. But I think the most frustrating thing for me is, and you lads will know better than anyone, if we're going to start to build uh, you know a strong defence, we need partnerships. And the fact that all you know Lovren and Matip both have injury uh, complaints, you know, they's sort of two in, three out, two three in, two out. Um, you know, it's it's. It's a big challenge for us to form any type of partnership, um, you know. And how much, I suppose, for from your side, lads, if you're playing with different people, you know, every two three games, how much of an impact has that had on you when you know when you've been playing? And I'll come to you first, Danny.
1: I think it's a big impact on your changing partnerships every
2: week. Hmm.
1: It affects your game massively. You get, you know, the longer you play with someone, if you become second knowledge of what you think they're going to do and know what they're going to do know what they can't do so it's easier to probably read the game. Mm. Once your partner starts to change, it becomes it affects your game. Mm. Because you're worrying about other things then subconsciously, but I think you're right. You need you need a good amount of games together to start yelling. Mm. But the way the Premier League is there's that many games, Champions League games, cup games, you do have to have a big squad. So, you know, they're elite players. I'm sure they can get on with it. Hmm. I'm sure they can adapt.
2: I'm going to bring in Gav. Uh, Gav, if you, to, if you want to join us there, mate. Gav's t- keeping an eye on the, the social media. Um, and what I'm going to do, I'm going to bring Gav in because uh, he's got a question from, from one of the listeners. So what's the question, Gav?
0: Uh, the first question in here, lads, is um, we're looking at the team there. I'm glad Wijnaldum is named on it because it's about him. And the first question in is, do the lads think that maybe Klopp, might look to put Wijnaldum or maybe one of the other midfielders to do a job on Kevin De Bruyne and probably kind of limit his effect on the game or do we go toe-to-toe with them? That's the first question that's come in. Like.
2: And, and, and what, I, what I want to talk about here particularly, because like, it moves us quite nicely on, I suppose, to looking in detail, particularly around R11, Um you know, and, and we'll come on to midfield in a minute because I, I agree with you, Steve. I, I think that, um, you know, Guinea's going to be key tomorrow. These type of performances and these type of fixes seem to suit him. But but just before we move on to the midfield, there's, there's one point, aside from the centre-backs that I want to touch on, um, and that's particularly is Trent. Uh, now, I think, you know, we've, we've spoke at length, lads, and, and I think a lot of Liverpool fans have been aware of, I suppose, the That Trent's potentially susceptible to a run, uh, you know, from from inside, uh, you know, the wing position. So if you think of uh, the Rashford runs that he was, uh, you know, he was struggling with. He he was up against it in the first half, particularly against Sahar. Leroy Sané seems to be City's, you know, one of their main danger men. He's a brilliant. He's in brilliant form, and he likes to make that, you know, outside-in run uh, along the line. Now, um, what I want to do first of all, I suppose, is. Al, I'll, I'll come to you. How how as a defender would you A mm-hmm. look to, to remedy that? How would you look to put a stop at you know to those type of runs? Um, and then the next question that I'll I'll sort of come to off the back of that is if a if a winger is making a run from outside to in and you're a fullback and, and you've got that, you know, you're touch tight, you're following him, you're following him, at what point does that run then become the centre back's problem? Do you then at one point pass it over to the centre back, or are you meant to just track that runner?
3: I just think you've got, to, you, you, you've got to track his runner for me. For me. You know, I don't know whether you see Match of the Day on Saturday where he highlighted it when he played against Everton when Everton were attacking down Man City's right-back area mm. and it stopped and showed you Sané's position. Yeah, it, And I, personally, in all of my, my playing career and any sort of level of football, I've never seen anyone hold a position like that in my life mm. because they were attacking down Man City. So they were attacking, Everton were attacking... Kyle Walker in the right back spot, mm. and Sane was basically just inside his own half on the touchline on the opposite side. Really? And I
2: really don't, I'm being honest, you cannot defend that. Mm. I cannot that you don't know whether, basically whether to stand next to him. You, you can't follow the play, basically. Exactly. Now, Seamus Coleman, you know, he can't go and stand next to him because, you know, he's
3: miles out of position. Mm. And I just think. It's so clever because it, it's indefensible. You can't defend against it. And what City were looking to do is just get it and just switch it. Switch it. And it doesn't matter how good a defender you are as a fullback. Someone who's as quick as Mane running that year at pace with mm. 10 yards running you, you can't stop it. Mm. You just simply can't stop it.
2: Mm. Yeah, and, and, and I think from, from my side, I've seen something this week, actually, that, that kind of touches on that point, is that Pep is, a, is big about creating space. And he's big about when a player receives the ball, what's their body position, and when can they play into that space? So I know, um, you know, I think it was in the last game, actually, they looked to do that long diag, and I think Joe Gomez had missed the ball and Sané was touching, uh, hugging the touchline. So I, I think, uh, and I'll come to you on this, Danny, do you think that that's something that they'll look to exploit, uh, particularly target trends, not only with the long balls, I suppose, But also, now, if you have, let's say, a David Silver, who who I think, you know, if we look at the the positions he occupied against Everton, he likes to drift into that left zone as well. So you're going to have potentially those two doubling up on Trent.
1: Oh, yeah, he's going to have his hands full. Mm -hmm. That's why Riznalden's probably in the team to come over and help him that way. Mm -hmm. He's going to have to have some sort of centre midfielder, you know, giving him a hand, Mm -hmm. whether it's just um, Sarney on his own. Someone's got to give then cover because if he does play out wide like Alan says he does, which I've seen he does, and Trent does come out and try and get to the yard on him, he leaves them spaces in between center half for a great also to run into. Mm. I would think it might have been one of the games earlier on in the season when our centre-halves split and it was just two straight balls through the right like through the middle of them, and Aguero ran through and scored. Mm. I might be wrong; that could have been last season.
2: No, I think I think you're right, mate. I think it was De Bruyne who played the ball through, and Aguero was in and around Mignolet. Yeah, so you know they've got quality all over the pitch. Mm. Clever players,
1: they ask questions of your defence, mm. which which they have the asked questions of everyone all season, and they have always found the right answer, the right pass to get through. Mm. You don't rush it. sane I'll hang out wide, and all of a sudden you'll see his dart and running off behind. Blind side run, mm. and he's in, and the quality he's got, you know, it's more or less ends up in a goal or an assist.
2: Mm.
1: We're going to have our hands full. Of, well, Sven's going to have his hands full anyway. So mm. for that reason, I think that's was Naldum's in there.
2: Mm. And, and what about you, Steve? Because you've been waxing lyrical about uh, Leroy Sane uh, this season, and me and you ourselves had a little chat today. I've got a bit of a controversial shout, which we'll, we'll come on to in a minute. Um, but what, I suppose what would what, what would your follow on be to the lad's point around Sane? Um, Sane terrifies him, mm.
4: absolutely terrifies the life out of him. He's, so he's vital to the way. Like the, Kevin De Bruyne has been City's best player this year. Mm. Boy, not by a whole lot though, because Sane is absolutely top of the range. Mm. It's, it's the movement, it's the one-touch to beat a player. He, it, he'll take the ball in across his body and it's one-touch gone by. Mm. Um, I worry for Trent Monoy because, as we said, Silva drifts over to the left. They're playing Laporte, is the centre half, so mm. they're solid behind. They're then going to have the Boyne drifting left as well. And then if it's Jesus up front, he'll drift left. It, it's literally just trying to create, out, create the overloads. Mm. So it's Sterling on the opposite side that'll have space.
2: Mm. Now, now, now. What what I want to do? I've just got a, a message there off uh, off Gav. Uh, he's, we've got another question on social, and then we'll come back to to our discussion that we had today, Steve. Because I know that we had uh, we, we had different views. So I'll just bring Gav in now. Gav, um,
0: yeah, it's just one another question there, and it's just something Steve touched on, and it's it is this overload thing, and how key is it that one Trent is protected um, in this sort of game, and two. That David Silva is really kept hold of during this game because he pulls the strings and he opens things up for the likes of Sane, Jesus, Sterling. So that was the question that came in.
2: Christ, okay. Steve, you want to pick that one up there, mate? Um, yeah, I don't see how he's we, like.
4: We're not going to set up like United set up. We're not going to set up man for man. It's going to be zoned. It's got. We're going to basically do what we have done for try and take a game. Uh, try and take the game away from them in periods of time Mm. we will sit off we will we're not going to go a million miles an hour tomorrow night because I don't think we can Mm. I think we'll try and take it in we'll see how things move for the first 15-20 minutes without letting them try and let them get behind us Mm. but it's the big worry is that if everyone's not switched on tomorrow night City can pull you apart and hmm. City can seriously hurt you within the same way we can
2: in 10 minutes. Hmm. We can take a game away from anyone in 10 minutes and City can do exactly the same. Hmm. And Al, and I'll, I'll come to you, mate. Do you think that, that there's going to be a special instruction for the likes of Ronaldo? I know that, uh, Danny had kind of touched on it there. You know, is he going to occupy that space and very much try and, uh, I suppose, stop Silva from getting on the ball and, and dictating from, from that sort of left central area?
3: Yeah, I think the problem is, is Man City's got that many players. So if you're if you concentrating silver they're blowing the love from Europe. If you're concentrating they're blowing a the sunny they're up Europe. Mm. And then you, you know Sterling. No one's even spoken about Sterling. Mm. You know the kids having a phenomenal season. Uh, I just I think it's more about the way we set up, and our, I, I think our back four tomorrow has to be a, a solid back four as a unit. I know Klopp likes to push the full backs on and get them involved in the game but it, just for the sake of the first 20 minutes half an hour tomorrow, I just think Liverpool, I agree with Steve. I do think we'll sit there and just say, right, this is us as a bank, mm. you know, and contain them for the first 15, 20 minutes. Mm. Because if we go, go and go and let Trent go bombing forwards, and then we throw Robo on the left-hand side bombing forward, I do think we could be out of the game. We could be out of the game in the first 20 minutes. Mm. Because, you know, look at the way they started against Everton. They could have been four or five up in 15 minutes.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, and, and and to touch on that, I suppose, it, it leads me nicely into to what me and Steve were talking about today. And if we are looking to contain and be solid, let's say, for the le- first 15, 20 minutes, I had a bit of a left field shout today in terms of fullback back Because, you know, I like like yourselves i I'd, I'd be a little bit worried defensively for, you know for for trent uh, i think they'll target him um, and you know if you look at the palace game in isolation i think you know he, he had a poor first 45 minutes and he was brilliant in the second half you have to say you know he, he really you know shifted mentality recovered really well my worry would be though if you have a, a bad 45 minutes against manchester city you could be 4 nil down and, and it's, it's tie over. So I mentioned to Steve, and, and I don't think for one second Klopp could, would do this, but I think it could be a potentially good option is James Milner in at right back. Uh, you know, James Milner possibly wouldn't offer as much going forward in terms of pace and, and, and speed of moving the ball, but his experience in how to deal with talented players. Steve made a point today, you know, he's got a lack of pace against Sane, but. What he lacks in pace, he has in, in mental capacity of, to read the game, know where he should be, know how to block off a run before it turns into something. Do you think that that would be a, a, an option we could potentially look at? Um, or do you think that, that Trent is nailed on to start? And I'll come to you there, Danny. I
1: think he is nailed on to start. Um, Milner does a good, good job wherever he plays, but I think if you get into Sané early... A bit like Robertson did uh, with Sterling in the last game. You know, Sterling ends up getting dragged off after 55, 60 minutes. You know, I know it's hard to go and get tight to them players, but they're going to have to do it, and they're going to have to upset them. I don't think I've ever seen anyone get stuck into Sane this season, yeah. probably because he plays in a position where he can't go and get tight to, yeah. and all of a sudden he's standing you up and he's running at you. But I think that's why Trent, with his pace, you know, and his, his young legs we'll probably start more Well, we'll start tomorrow instead of milner
2: hmm. and and what about you Al because you, you share the same thoughts of me in terms of uh, you know Trent occasionally knocking off defensively and as a as a full back you know uh, what would be your view on a, a potential James Milner uh, filling in at right full
3: uh, fully enough i had a conversation with a man who who's season ticket at liverpool and going the game with tomorrow when i mentioned Hmm. I never said you know I just said would you play him and he was like oh, I don't know he's not played full back this season um, I feel I feel a little bit for Trent me because the kid's a good player he is a very good player and the little mistakes what he's doing at the minute is they're getting they're getting punished hmm. they are getting punished um, I, I'm, I think I think Trent will start tomorrow hmm. I'm very worried that he is going to start as well because I do think that's advantage then
2: hmm.
4: is there a chance Anyone think there's a possibility playing comes in? He's not kicked no. the ball, has he, this season? He was on the bench on Saturday. That's the only I know, It's the I know. only
3: yeah. But why not play him then, Saffi? Why not I play think, him against Crystal Palace and just say, right, give us 60 minutes, see how you are, see how you go, get your rush the out. If you produce, you play well, possibility of playing against City. Yeah. So I don't think he's actually, I don't think he's there or he would have played some part.
2: Hmm. Uh, I think, from my you know my opinion on that state, Klopp always seems to talk around game rhythm, football rhythm, and I think Al Al alluded to it there. You know, it's one thing being physically fit, but there's then there's the match fitness, the speed of thought. You know, your timing, and 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 if there was if there was a player to come in, you know, a team to come in against where your timing is slightly off, it would be the longest ninety minutes of your life. Not only because mentally you've got to be so. Focused on the spaces, the half spaces. Where's your man? Where where could he potentially go? But then the atmosphere that the crowd will create. I just think he'd be he'd be like a, a lamb in the in the headlights a little bit, you know. <clears throat> oh, yeah,
1: Klopp Klop on it with Robinson didn't he, as well. He left him, he signed him, and didn't really put him in straight away. Mm. Even though he'd been playing games as well.
2: Mm. I'm just going to uh, go bring Gav back in because Gav's got a, another question. Do you want to hop on, Gav?
1: Yeah, the latest one, there's two
0: of them there, lads. Um, one from uh, Tiger Tracy is, is there an argument for us to go two up front um, and maybe push them back rather than trying to contain them? And the second one is from Kev O'Sullivan and he's suggesting a four-four-one-one one rather than a 4-3-3. It protects Trent, but also moves Salah up in behind, say, Eno, and maybe play as a two, you know, and occupy maybe their deepest line midfielder, I suppose. Just that's what's come in from them two, lads, literally at the same time a slight change in formation from what's on the screen where it might be able to A protect us and B give them a little bit more to worry about
1: with numbers up front, you
2: know. Okay, nice one Gav. I'll come to you on that one, Danny. What would be uh, what would be your answer to that, mate?
1: I don't think Klopp's gonna change for anyone. I mm. don't think Liverpool will change for they're coming to Anfield mm. on a European night. Liverpool are gonna fly at these tomorrow. We've got they're gonna make City worry about us. Mm. So, for me, Klopp's not changing anything. Mm. And front three are going to cause their back four or whatever they play at the back murder. Now, I know that they have played three at the back recently. Mm. I hope they do again tomorrow.
2: Mm.
1: Because that'll just create loads all kinds of space, and I fancy half-front three against their back three
2: all day. Well, don't, let's let, let's not jump ahead on the back three thing because we're going to come on to City in detail, particularly off the back of their the setup against Everton. So we'll, we'll we'll come on to those in a minute. And, and one thing that particularly on the midfield, I, you know, I, I think we've touched a little bit on maybe Wijnaldum. Um, one one player that I think could be key tomorrow is Alex Oxley Chamberlain. Uh, you know, I think he had a fantastic game against City um, the, the last time at Anfield. Uh, I think he made a real difference against Palace at the weekend purely because of his directness. You know, he's, he's, always, he's always prepared to try and beat a man. Um, so, yeah, I think from, from my side, I suppose the first question would be, um, you know, what type of influence do you think that, that he can have tomorrow? Not only in that beating a man, but potentially in terms of winning the ball back. He seems to, to recover the ball well, and I'll come to you on that, Al.
3: Yeah, I like him as a player. mate. And I do think he, he brings he brings a fantastic amount of energy into the into that midfield as well. Um, the ox, and he is one of them because when he does win the ball, he can take it. You know, from a defensive side to an attacking side, really, quick, because he's rapid. He's out. He's one of the quickest players in the Premier League. Mm. Um, so I think he could be vital tomorrow because he brings so much energy to the team as well. You know, when pressing them as well.
2: Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'll come to you, Steve. I've ju- I'm not sure if you can see the, the periscope stream, but I've just pulled up the uh, the influence map from the, the last game because it seems a good barometer. And the team is is, is quite similar that's going to be going out tomorrow, particularly in terms of the offensive players. And you can see the influence there that uh, Roberto Firmino and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain have had. And I think that is, you know, uh, particularly in terms of their winning the ball back, you know they're 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 ever hungry. Uh, they're very good at turning the ball over, and they tend to do it in, in higher positions up the pitch, which can get us on the front front. Uh, so, what do you see as sort of main role as being tomorrow in in this setup?
4: I think his main role tomorrow is to get around Fernandinho, mm. try and get behind him, get him turned. That's what got us to joy in the uh, in the Anfield game mm. um, was we literally we targeted Fernandinho. We said we go at him, we win it off him. Once we won it off him, we were straight on at the back at the two centre halves. Hmm. And we know we had the conversation earlier on, Jay, about Compton playing the ten yards directly behind Fernandinho. Yeah, Um, which is basically going to keep it, it. It looked like Pep's security blanket.
2: I've got, the, I've got the graphic up on screen now, mate, where you can see against Everton, uh, just for those that can't see the screen. Uh, Fernandinho is in possession, uh, and, uh, and company has slotted in just behind him. What we feel. He's playing as a sweeper.
1: Mm. Company's,
4: playing, company's playing as a sweeper. Two centre halves are still going. Mm. And the way City were playing was Fernandinho was dropping in between the two centre halves. Mm. And we killed him. We absolutely murdered him at Anfield doing that. Mm. because that's who we target this is obviously Pep's answer to that he's going to play company so it's an extra if, the, if it is Fernandinho targeted and we do get the ball off and we get behind him mm. we still have company there
2: Well, that that leads me perfectly on to, I've I've changed the graphic now. So what we're going to be looking at is the the two lineups. And and the first lineup at the top of the screen is the 4-4-3 formation that they set up uh, at Anfield. And then this uh, 3-5-2 formation that they seem to adopt at Everton. Um, And we touched on it before, and you rightly point out, Steve, that this could be a direct tactic from Pep, uh, you know, to try and counter us, uh, pressing Fernandinho, making him make mistakes, winning the ball early, Particularly when he drops into that centre back space. So, what I'll do, I'll, I'll come to you, Danny. Um, in terms of, of moving to the, the 3 5 2 formation, you touched on it before. You'd, you'd be keen for them to, to go with the three at the back against us tomorrow?
1: Yeah, but there's not a chance they're going to do it. You don't think? Everton don't, don't set up like Liverpool. Everton mm. are Liverpool. Mm. They haven't mm. got the frontier that we've got. Yeah. So, Pep being prep, it's horses awesome for courses. No, he's playing against Everton. This is how we're going to get, up against Deve- get in against Everton. Mm. You know what I mean? So, you know, you, you play a certain type of player in a certain type of game. Mm. Tomorrow, I'd love City to play a back three. Mm. But there's no chance, I don't think they will, in my opinion, they're not going to play a back three tomorrow for the threat that we pose.
2: And do you think that, that that means then that they'll stick with their tried and tested four-three-three three formation and, and it'll be a very similar game to, to, the, to the last game in Anfield?
1: Yeah. And it's just a case of who's going to score more. Mm. And with the crowd being behind Liverpool tomorrow, I, I really fancy us. I mm. really fancy us to win by a couple of goals. Mm. It's, just, it's just when we lose that ball, it's where we're a little bit open. We've mm. got to be a little bit cautious tomorrow.
2: And what do you, what do you think, Al? Because I suppose um, you know, there's a, a, a chain of thought going around that it was it was, a, it was, a nice game for Pep to test it because potentially, you know, Everton, you would assume at home, would be an up and at them team it was a strange tactic by Allardyce, I think, to, to sit off so much and be quite passive, but that's a conversation for another day. Do you think that it was a, a direct ploy from Pep to test this ahead of our game, or, or do you share Danny's sentiments?
3: I'd be absolutely astounded if they played three at the back tomorrow. Mm. The whole season and all of the success they've had has been playing, you know, the, the system what they used to, the tried and tested system. Mm. Now, if, they, if they're going to play, OK, they went to Everton and played three at the back. Now, if they're going to play one trial game and then come to to Anfield and try and play three at the back, three at the back is playing into Liverpool's hands in my opinion. Mm. Can you go 1v1? I, I think Klopp would just say, right, like, you three, occupy them 3 and yeah. we'll deal with the rest. And if that happens, well then, uh, Liverpool could score four or five or six against them. Mm. And then, you know, you, you're looking for the likes of, you're asking Sané to play as kind of a wing back. Mm. I just think you take it. If they... If they I'll have a big bet if, they, if they're playing three at the back tomorrow. I
2: will have a huge bet on Liverpool to win the game. What hmm. what well, what are, what, what are the odds out? Because you haven't been having a good run of it at the minute, mate. So I might take you up on something.
3: You <laughs> haven't. You're joking, aren't you? are joking are not you i have send you
2: something to be have So so yeah, what I mean in terms of, of that, then lads, and I, and I think one thing to to particularly hi- highlight is the influence of Sané and Silva. Uh, you know, and if we if we look at uh, you know this this could have been paramount for for the last few of the games, but if we look at Everton in particular, we spoke about Sani and Silver occupying that left of centre position. Um, with those type of players, how can you stop them influencing the game so much? Is it a case of pulling one of your centre midfielders, like we said, a Ginny Wijnaldum? Is it a case of going one v one and saying okay? Uh, I'm going to follow this guy as soon as he comes into my zone. I'm sticking to him like glue. You know, as a as a out, you know, how do you counter someone of that ability?
1: It's
3: difficult. It's, it's difficult. I've not seen a, a team who rotates as much as City do because I think, say for instance, if if Klopp said to when I in, you go and take care of David Silver.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: David Silver ends up getting the ball in the right back. And Kyle Walker becoming in central midfield. Mm. I don't, there's just that much movement and rotation in the system. But I think Liverpool have just got to kind of take it as zones. You know, if you're midfield 3 you're in the zones, mm-hmm. and it, the rotations just just pass them on into the, into your zone. Mm. I think if we start going and chasing players all over the place, and, you know, saying when Alvin going chasing Silver in a left back spot or something, but then to Bruyne will
2: cut us open somewhere else. Mm. And, and what would you, what would your thoughts be that, on, on that, Steve? Because uh, as, as you said before, you're a, you're a huge fan. What would, what would your plan be to try and, to try and stop them two in particular influencing the game? Uh,
4: I, 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 don't know. <laughs> <laughs> stop, as I said before. You can stop Silva.
2: Mm-hmm. Silva
4: out of the game. Then mm-hmm. the boy has space. Kicks mm-hmm. out of the game. Silva has the space. It's oh. all about matching up in zones. Mm. that once they have the ball, it is going to be a case that there's two on them straight away.
1: Mm.
4: Not allowing them to into having two or three touches on the ball. to give them. Re- Everything stood off City, mm. not surprisingly,
1: stood
2: mm. off
4: City and City had a fucking field day. Yeah. If you stand off these players, they're that good that they will absolutely rip you apart. But as we've seen when we've played City before, mm. And it's, to, it's the energy and the work rate are going to be true. They have to be true the roof.
2: I'll bring up one point before we move to a question. Gav, Gav's just told me you've got a question coming in. Um, do you think it's just a the case then, lads? When you, know, when you have teams like this, it, you know, they're, they're so well-matched they play very similar styles of play. Do you think it's just a case of simply trying to impose your game on the opposition and backing yourselves to, to do your jobs to you know to a, above one hundred percent? And I'll come to you on that. Al, I'll do. i
3: genuinely do. I think Klopp's got the best record on any manager that's kept by the oldest face, hmm. and Klopp will be aware of that. Mm. And I do. He, he's got so much belief in this team, and I just, I do think Klopp will just go there tomorrow with the belief. It's us against them, mm. you know. In in his mind, I, I think Liverpool will go with the game plan tomorrow, that you know. By the way, let's let's get one thing straight as well. Man City fans will be having the same conversation about how they're going to contain Liverpool as well. By the way, mm. you know, City are a phenomenal team. They really are. So will Liverpool. Yeah. Liverpool are so. I think Klopp will be going there to say right. We've got to contain you, yet we're fully aware
4: of that. But good luck stopping our front three.
2: You're nodding violently in agreement there, Steve.
4: Yeah, I've had this conversation. Um, I've actually had this conversation with uh, City fans. Mm. And they're uh, petrified, absolutely petrified of our front three.
2: Mm. Yeah, I, to be honest, I mean, I think from a from a from a, a well-balanced perspective, if these two teams... You know, a full tilt turn up. You know, it's anyone. It's a fifty-fifty tie because they're so well matched. And I, and I even you know, if you look at the the game, it sounds strange to say it, the 5-0 at the five nil at their place. You know, prior to Mane's red card, you know, with better finishing, we could have been two or three nil up there. Uh, you know, so if we can expose their centre backs and put pressure on them, we can expose Fernandinho and put pressure on him. Uh, and 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 we'll come onto the atmosphere in a minute because I want that to be its own point. But we can we can make them nervous, and that's we you know we want to try and make it a cauldron tomorrow where you know we use everything in our power to to put them under pressure. Um, and I just think if we if we really you know follow through with our game plan. Um, you know we're, we're more than well equipped to, to beat them. So so what I'm going to do I'm just going to bring Gav in again. Gav, do you want to turn your camera on there mate?
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, just a couple of things uh, Stephen Kingsbury on the Periscope agrees with Danny and Al um, on the formation. He thinks it's definitely a 4-3-3 mm. um, and I tend to agree with him. I think we're going three at the back we'd thrive in it. Just put our three up against their three and we'd actually go for them. But you're talking there about it's probably a question from yourself I suppose which is talking there about C.E. and do we sit? Do we sit off them? Um, do we press them? Well, and and the lads have mentioned that their city are going to have be having the same conversations as as what we're having right now. My question to you is, will be, um, as much as we talk about Silva, Sane, Sterling, whoever's playing for them, can any of you see them coming in and playing slightly withdrawn for the first twenty to twenty five and hoping to soak up that? Or kill that atmosphere or kill Liverpool's momentum in the first 20 to 25 and then hope to make it a, a 60 65 minute game. I'll come to you. Oh, I, think
2: to... Sorry, mate. I, was I was coming to you anyway, mate, so it worked out perfect.
3: No. <laughs> I, I personally think that they're going to come right at us from, for the first 10 or 15 minutes. I think they'll go all guns blazing hmm. to try and uh, quiet the crowds. If they get an early goal and they'll be open at the crowds, you know. You know, sits back and you know just doesn't get involved in the game which won't happen but I do think that they've come
4: go-guns blazing in the first 10 or 15 minutes to nick an early goal
2: mm. and uh, what about you Steve?
4: Yeah that's the City's answer is going to be trying to score first mm. so we're just going to hopefully play into our hands and especially play into the crowd's hands mm. Danny? I
1: think they'll have to the Lions share the ball city as they do when they play. You know, which try try and quiet the the crowd down. Mm. Um, you know, so they don't get behind us. I do think, as Alan said before, the rotation of their players.
2: Can you hear me properly
1: like, Any player can, can drop drop into certain pockets on that pitch. Mm. I think a, a key for us tomorrow be the back four in the midfield to get the distances right mm. to stop them pockets of space happening because they've got that many clever players that any one of them can drop into them pockets and hurt you. Mm. So, and I think they will play it down the back and that's why I'm open. John Stone's plays because he takes chances. Mm. And once he tries to force balls into midfield, that's when we can get on top of them. So, first 20 minutes, they'll probably quieten the crowd down by keeping the ball. Mm. But that's where Liverpool have got to be a little bit disciplined and then once they hit and come into certain areas, we hit them. We win the ball back and go and break from there.
2: It. It's funny you should say that. I was listening to to Klopp's uh, interview from today, and he made a really interesting point. He said the key to victory for us, <clears throat> excuse me, will be having the bravery to try the passes. Uh, you know, to try and unlock defences. To to have you know, don't have the fear. Uh, don't have the fear in in making mistakes. But when we do make the mistake, it's having that set up behind the player that will remove any threat of a, of a quick break. Um, You know, and and that was quite interesting, I suppose to, you know, to, to allow the attacking players to try and create, but make sure that everybody is switched on defensively behind to make sure, like you said, Danny, there's no gaps uh, for them to try and exploit. So, uh, we're, we're hitting around the, the the hour mark now, lads. So what I want to do now, I want to uh, wrap up tonight's show, and I want to get predictions, prediction times. So I'll come to you first, Al. Uh, what's your what's your gut for tomorrow? Give us a score and scorers, please, mate. I
3: think Liverpool, I think Liverpool are just edge the first side, like, 27 No, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I think I think we I think we'll win three-one.
2: Three one and and score for Liverpool.
3: Salah two and
4: Mane one.
2: Good man. State.
4: Uh I think we win four two.
2: The goals are flying in. Go on and scorers.
4: Um Van Dijk.
2: Oh, go on, big veg.
4: Um Andy Robertson and hatred.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and like, it, honestly,
4: it's gonna be we all it's gonna be Salah and Mane. Yeah. I think we can threaten them from corners as well.
1: Mm.
2: Else tomorrow night. What about you, Danny? It's gonna be a nil-nil, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: been going on about goals. It's gonna be a stinky nil-nil. Um, no, I'm gonna go two-one Liverpool.
2: Two-one Liverpool.
1: Uh, goal scorers: Firmino, two.
2: Stuff, lots of optimism, I love it for what it's worth lads, I, I think we'll come away with uh, a 3-1 victory uh, I think Mo will score too and, and I'm going to go with Van Dyke from a corner, I like the idea of that but if Andy Robertson scores we're all going to town forever uh, <laughs> right, uh, what I want to do lads is thank you all for your time it's a pleasure as always um, a quick mention to our sponsor uh, Jan Jansen IPT TV um he's got some great deals on lads so if you want to if you want to spot him on twitter it's iptv for all and if you use the reference code lfcdt uh, he'll be able to sort you out with some uh some some great deals so thanks all for listening uh it's been an absolute pleasure as always and uh, up the reds
0: look staying healthy isn't easy watching your diet hitting the gym avoiding stress but a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. During our Memorial Day sale, save $1,000 on the new Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed, Queen, now seventeen ninety nine only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. This podcast is brought to you by Progressive.
3: Are you thinking more about how to tighten up your budget these days? Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save over $700 on average, and customers can qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up. A little off your rate each month goes a long way. Get a quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Discounts vary and are not available in all states and situations.